don't settle uh, for anything less than what you want and really seek clarity in your own mind on where you're going. Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Before we begin this episode, we would like to thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself as a pre-PT on your journey to becoming a future doctor of physical therapy. This episode has been sponsored by our Acceptance Navigator Series, which is a free four-part pre-PT video series where we teach you exactly how to take full control of your PT school acceptance journey, as well as how to find clarity and direction as a pre-PT so that you can dominate your application regardless of your GPA, GRE score, or fear of PT school rejection. Learn how to get into the driver's seat of your acceptance journey and not leave your acceptance to chance by shooting in the dark and hoping for the best as an applicant. This is the most value that we have given away and it's free. Take control of your pre-PT journey today by going to www.acceptancenavigator.com. That's www.acceptancenavigator.com. This episode has also been sponsored by our friends at ptschoolpro.com. Listen to this. One of the biggest fatal application mistakes that thousands of PT school applicants applicants make each year when applying to PT school is not applying to schools that are a perfect match for them. Partnering with our friends at PT School Probe has made that a problem of the past. As PT School Probe makes it extremely easy to plug in and enter what you're looking for in your ideal schools. And you will be immediately matched up with your perfect match DPT programs in the United States. To get matched and locked into your perfect DPT school programs, go to www.ptschoolprobe.com, www.ptschoolprobe.com, and use the code PREPTGRIND in lowercase letters to get a discount and let them know that we sent you there. That's PrePT Grind for your code. This will save you hundreds of dollars in your application by helping you avoid throwing away money at the wrong schools and saving tens of thousands of dollars lost every year that you miss out on becoming a DPT. So go to www.ptschoolprobe, that's ptschool, P-R-O-B-E, probe.com and use the code PrePT Grind in lowercase letters to, to get a discount and let them know that we sent you. And that's because we got you covered and we are excited to share this next episode with you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast episode. We look forward to serving you. Have a blast. Welcome to another episode of the Pre-PT Inspires series. Uh, my name is Joseph Gugli. I'm a physical therapist, also one of the co-founders of Pre-PT Grind. And what we do is we help you as pre-physical therapy students get into PT school without wasting time or money. And so uh, what you're tuning in for has become my absolute favorite series that we do. This is episode 62 of the Pre-PT Inspire series. And what it is, is we, we bring in students who have already gotten into PT school. In fact, Anna, who's our guest for tonight, like is already in school. Like she already started classes. Um, and, and so why we bring them on here is because of this. So if you're a Pre-PT, one of the biggest fears that we have is, uh, well, we have lots of different fears, but, but one of the things that is, is pretty universal is the fact that we each kind of feel like our situation is unique to us right? If I'm struggling with my grades or if I'm struggling with doubt, I'm like, well, other students are 
maybe smarter than me or better off than I am. And I feel like I'm in a situation where, man, like, what if it doesn't work out for me? What if I don't get into school? And we have all those doubts. So we decided, hey, why don't we just bring in students who have been exactly where you're at, who have struggled the, the same way you have, why don't we just have them share their story? And they've all gotten into PT school. They've all also been a part of our coaching program, the accepted system. And we're like, let's just have them come on here, tell you about the good, the tough moments as well, which is, you know, their struggles so that you can basically listen and say, wow, that sounds pretty similar to my situation. Or I can see how that relates to what I'm going through. And, and the only thing we want you to feel afterwards is, wait a minute, if that student can do it, so can I. That's it. That's it. That's why we call it the Pre-PT Inspire Series. So um, if that's what you're looking for, enjoy. Enjoy and know that because this is episode 62, we got like 61 other episodes before this that you can listen to as well. So uh, tonight we have uh, future Dr. Anna. Anna, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing phenomenal. Looking forward to this conversation. Skip, let's get into it. So before we talk about your obstacles and struggles and all that stuff. Uh, tell us what drew you to physical therapy? Like why physical therapy in the first place? Where did it all begin for you? So for me in high school, I played a lot of sports like year round. I was always busy. So I always got hurt in like every sport. I, I'm hypermobile. So I'm like very prone to injury. So every time I got hurt, I have to go to physical therapy and I just end up find, falling in love with the field. And also when I started to be a rehab tech or rehab aide, I started to see how insurance and um, clinics don't really have the best relationship. And I really want to change the business side of it because we should put the patient first. It's not always about money, but the world runs on money. So those are my two main reasons. So the world does run on money, uh, but I love that. You, you, you basically are saying that you, you were drawn to physical therapy, but you also noticed that there's like a, a, a huge like gap between insurance and you know the, the care that we provide as physical therapists. It's like, man, like, like I want to figure out how to fix that for the patients, like for the people that are actually getting PT. And I love that. I love that because I mean, shoot, as a pre-PT, I was as a PT student, I wasn't even thinking about those things. So the fact that you're a first year student thinking about that already is amazing. So let's, let's dive into your obstacles. So, so now you're like, Hey, I want to do physical therapy. I have an idea of, you know, what role I kind of want to, you know, help solve within the profession, but, but, but it, it wasn't always easy. Right. And I think that's the part that a lot of us forget. I think as pre-PTs, we, there's a huge difference between the excitement, like, like, like for those of y'all watching live, we have this profound excitement at first, like, whoa, like I want, like, I can see myself doing that. I can see myself serving patients in that way. And so then what happens is we start school with that same level of excitement. And then somewhere along the way, some things start to happen, whether it's our grades or so on and so forth. And then all of a sudden that excitement starts to decline. And, and, and many times, a lot of the quitting that I see, because remember, the only way you won't get into PT school is if you pull the plug, is if you quit. But a lot of that comes during that slope, during those moments where we feel like we're not good enough and all the other things. So for you, what were your obstacles in that slope? So my obstacles were, my GPA was way too low. It was a 2.7. And I just was getting rejection after rejection. A lot of schools would say, oh, you have to get your cumulative GPA up. 
but I was already graduated, I already graduated with my bachelor's. So it's really hard to get a, a GPA up when you can't change it. Because a lot of schools do not recalculate your cumulative GPA. So also, if y'all want to do that, make sure you reach out to the schools you want to apply to and ask if they do that. My GRE scores were terrible. I took it four times and my, like, my score was 290. So like I got like a 145 on quantitative, uh, 148 on verbal and 4.0 on writing. So like my writing's fine, but my verbal and my quant, they, they're not even 50% percentile so I was pretty much stuck on both ends you know typically some people might have a high GPA but a low GRE or a high GRE low GPA I had both low scores so it was like what am I going to do and every school I was applying to said the same thing your GRE is too low your GPA is too low over and over and over and I'm like I, I don't know what to do I, I, I can't keep doing this I was just frustrated you got it. And, and yeah, this is, this is so, well, tell us this because some students are going through this right now. And we, we, maybe for the students that have followed us for a while, they see us talk about low GPA, low GRE score and all that stuff. Um, take us one step deeper and, and like, like how, what does it feel like to be in that? Because oh. I want the students that are listening that, that are there right now. Cause I know I'm not even going to ask them to, to, to expose themselves, but I know that there's a lot of students listening that are either in one or both of those categories, and they're just feeling certain things. Like, what were you experiencing in real time because of struggling with not meeting the, the score you wanted on the GRE, or because of struggling with having that, you know, 2.7 uh, GPA? So for me, internally, I felt like a failure. I really felt like I'm not doing anything right. When I was in undergrad, I just partied too much. I did some inappropriate things that I shouldn't have been. And it's like, I digged a huge hole and I don't know how to get out. And I just turned 25. So for me, it's like, I should be in my career or in school, um, about to be married soon, about to have kids. And I'm 25 and all my friends are like in relationships, in their career. And I'm just like, well, still live at home still you know trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my career so I really felt like well God when, when is it going to be my turn so I just really didn't even care about turning 25 a couple months ago because I'm like well what's the point I'm not even where I'm, I'm supposed to be at not what the world says but for me my standards are very high and I felt like I wasn't even meeting them so I had to overcome that and understand that one I'm alive so everything is okay and for two, God will make a way, and He did. Oh my goodness, y'all! <laughs> this is this is this is this is so important to hear. Maybe it's not your GPA or your GRE or something else, but you feel those things, you know. Uh, because Andy, you just said you felt like a failure um, in that moment. You also said basically what you said was expectations. You didn't meet the expectations that you had of yourself, whether that was expectations in life like a certain time frame, you were like, hey, by 25, I should be doing A, B, C, and D. And those were not, it's not like written in a book somewhere. Those were things that you kind of had expected of yourself or you had thought would happen. And when they were not happening in the order that you may have thought, it was like, man, like I'm, I'm letting myself down on that front as well. And 
Um, for, for those of y'all listening, the reason why I was asking that question is because sometimes we don't understand what's really happening, right? Like whenever we're struggling, and this is so important, when we struggle as a student, we don't understand, like we, we don't ask ourselves what's happening, like like why? Like, like, like if I'm feeling frustrated, many of us feel like a failure. We just don't know why. Like we feel like a failure. We're like, hey, it's just my GPA, but it's affecting everything else, right? Like what happens? Like, like, like how functional were you when you felt those things? not functioning at all I was yeah. like mentally just not there and it triggers it goes into every other aspect my finances my personal relationships my dog like everything my health fitness all that exactly exactly oh my god wow y'all like 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 we have to understand that so 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 if, if that's the case then now it's important to be like okay like like what led me there right and I think that's that's the part that I you know like We'll talk about it at the end or when you give your takeaways, but but I just want the students to hear that because if 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 any of y'all are feeling those things right now, you're most certainly not alone. Um, you are you are not the only one. Trust me. Like, but but being aware of it is, is super super important so that you can start asking yourself, well, what do I like? What can I do about it? What what can I control? What what do I have the ability to change? And so. Um, so I love the fact that we talked about that and I'm, I'm grateful that you did share that, um, as well, but, but for you, you were like, okay, I need to get some guidance. I need some coaching. Um, so you, you joined the accepted system. So, uh, I'm going to group the next two questions into one. So one, what, what drew you to the accepted system and more importantly, how did it help you navigate through some of those feelings and some of the things that you were struggling with as a pre-PT? So my friend actually sent me you all's Instagram page and like, she was like, hey, you should check them out because she was a PT student at the time and she knew that I was having issues with getting in. So I was like, okay, I'll check them out. And like, I was following y'all for maybe like a year before I actually got in, but I was like still applying on my own. And I was like, okay, like they seem to know what they're doing, but you know, I don't know for sure because I'm kind of suspicious sometimes. So I'm like, I'll just observe and see what's really going on. So after I started to see other people's results and obviously my results weren't really um, producing anything that was positive, I was like, okay, let me go ahead and give them a try. And when I applied and got accepted to the accepted system and everything, it helped me realize that, you know, I'm not my GPA. Like I'm a much... Uh, I'm much bigger than my GPA. Like I have a personality. I'm great with patients. I have recommendation letters I can write. So, you know, I had to stop looking at my academic record and look at myself, but also understand that there are some schools that only look at you like that. And that's okay because that's their program. Don't be naive and apply to only those programs. Like you have to be open-minded because if you're not open-minded, you're not going to get any results. Boom, boom. I, I love it. I love it. And so, so, so basically for you, it was understanding, okay, like I've been working my tail off. And I think sometimes we, we get frustrated because we're working hard to, to, to figure it out. It's like, like you weren't sitting back and just waiting for things to happen. You were putting in work, you know, like during that year. And it was a matter of like, man, like, what am I not seeing? Like, what am I not like clear on? Right. And, and, and also what's going on in here? Because what you just said before is you were like, I felt like a failure. I felt like 
my expectations were not being met the expectations in life the expectations on everything right it's like 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 that affects how you function that affects the actions that you take so that started to shift so so i absolutely love it was there anything else that that program helped you with before we transition into the next part of this application of this interview definitely like organization um like how to study and definitely for the gre like using the right tools don't just google something like actually use the methods that they offer i, I can't remember exactly what y'all offered because it's, it's been a while but when i was the gre watching, code yes gre code <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. once i got accepted i just said whatever to that jerry i deleted out my mind <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore so like GRE studying, that really helped in actually learning how to stay focused when you study and to make sure you don't overstudy because, you know, if you're studying 100 words a day, are you really retaining that? No, you're not retaining it. So make sure you know, if I study 10 words a day, I know I'm going to use these 10 words every day or every week. And then you continue to build on that because you want to be able to retain all the information that you study. You don't want to just study for it, no reason not comprehend anything you got it you got it i love it i love it listen after just feeling like anna just said she felt just feeling stuck like just like working hard but not really a lot of clarity or direction or control over your application because many of us kind of feel like we just apply and hope for the best right? <laughs> yeah. instead, of, instead of realizing that there's so many things we actually have control over. So uh, let's see. So did you retake the GRE again or did you use the 290 to apply? I used the 290 to apply. Bet. I was done. I took Bet. it four times and I just, I couldn't do it anymore. Bet. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, let's, let's switch over to the day you got accepted because all of these things are happening. We're struggling with the GPA. We're struggling with the GR. We're struggling with, you know, feeling like, this thing is just kind of like beyond us and, and working hard, but it's like, oh, like there's so many things that I'm struggling with even mentally. And so you get an acceptance letter. What was that like? Like walk us through that day. How did you find out what's going through your head? Uh, did you throw something? Like, I don't know, like, like break, break that down for us. So I was at work and when I found out, I had another option open. So I want to be an athletic trainer as well but I want to be a physical therapy first, physical therapist first. So since I didn't, I already received like six rejections for, from last cycle, or I guess this like, no, last cycle. So I was like, okay, I only have two more schools to hear from. And Howard had me on a wait list. So I'm like, you know what? I have to leave the school this year. So I'm just gonna apply for athletic training, for a master's in athletic training. Applied, had an interview, got accepted, but I didn't accept the offer and I was like praying like God accept me to the school you want me to he sent me to the athletic training so I'm like now I'm confused so I was about to email the the athletic training program on if they were going to send me acceptance letter because it was just the email that they said I was accepted not like an official letter so I you know God was like no don't send anything yet and I was like okay and later that day I got an email from Howard and it said, um, thank you for submitting your application. We appreciate your hard work. And I'm like, this sounds like a rejection. I'm like, why are y'all saying it like this? But anyway, they said to um, check the att attachment. And I was like, Ugh, okay, it's probably gonna say rejected. So I'm in the break room and I click the attachment and it says, 
congratulations, you have been accepted. I said, who, me? I was like, no, nah, this has got to be a joke. I ran out of the break room. I told my coworker, I was like, I got it. I got it. Because I told everybody that I applied to Howard. And like, after that, I started crying. I called my dad and it was just crazy. Like he, my dad was so happy for me. He thought he thought it was, I was talking about the athletic training program, but I was talking about the doctor program. He was like, wait, are you talking about the doctor program? And I was like, yes. Yeah. So he was like, oh, you better take that. And I was like, oh yeah, I am. And my mom was so happy. And I live in Florida. So that means I have to move to DC. And my parents was like, you're going to DC. You know, we're going to figure it out because it's not cheap to live in DC. But, you know, <laughs> my parents are willing to do whatever it takes to get me there. And it's, it was it was just amazing. Like I cried for two days because I never expected to get into Howard. Like literally, I just applied there because I've never been to an HBCU. I've always wanted to go like out of state and I was just like trying to see you know how I could challenge myself and when I got accepted it was it's still so surreal because that's a dream come true like I I, I have no words I'm like so speechless still and like when I'm in class I'm like wow, I really got in and I know that so many people apply and I there's only 15 students in my cohort and I got accepted and I didn't qualify. So, you know, what, whatever's for you is going to be for you. Like God will make a way out of nowhere. You do not settle. Like it, it's, it's, it's so much sweeter. And to, to, to even give y'all a little extra, I applied 19 times. So think about 19, 18 rejections, 18 times I had to pay for GRE, GRE scores, the PT cast application and majority of them had the supplement application and sometimes I had to send my transcripts over and I, I still kept trying because I really want to be a physical therapist and my resilience is like way up here I, I'm not going to stop <laughs> like if I know it's for me I'm going to keep going and yeah that's how I felt oh my uh wow wow <laughs> like I don't you know and I I, I just I, I, I admire your resilience so much. Um, you know, I think uh, you just said what's for you is for you, right? What God has for you is for you. And I think, you know, one of the things that we, we, we forget, and that's why I asked earlier, like, how excited were y'all when you guys first decided to become physical therapists? Like, I just, like, y'all, like, 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 if you've, if you've been called towards physical therapy and you're saying to yourself, this is how I've been called to serve. Like this is, this is the career that I have been in love with. Then like you owe it to yourself to not quit, you know? And I think that's, that's the premise of what resilience is like, not you just, just don't quit. You're like, Hey, I, I know what I want. I know what my goal is. I know how I want to serve. Um, everything else will basically feel like a second to that. Right. And so I'm just going to do whatever I got to do to make that happen. And I, I, I think every single one of you that's listening to this right now, if you have that level of a desire to become a physical therapist, you need to be willing to say to yourself, like, what am I willing to do to pivot, right? Like when, when, when I don't know what I'm doing, who can I ask? 
okay, cool. When I'm not trusting myself, who can help me believe in me? Like, like when you guys can start thinking like that, then all of a sudden your goal is still always in front of you. There's always a next step. There's always a, something else that you can do. And I think what happens is sometimes it goes back to our own expectations. So what happens is if I expect, oh, you know, first time I take the GRE is going to be a 320. I mean, it could be like, if you, if you know what, I mean, but like, like if PT is your thing, like, does that mean that if it's not, you're going to pull the plug? Like, like, does that mean that if you have a 2.6 GPA or a 2.7 GPA or a 2.8 GPA, you're going to pull the plug? Y'all, every single obstacle that you guys think might be your doom, somebody else has already figured it out. Some other pre-PT has already gotten into PT school with the thing that you think is holding you back. Maybe, maybe before tonight, y'all thought, ooh, 2.7 is too low. Well, <laughs> yeah. here, you, here, here you go. Here, Anna is proof that that belief needs to disappear, right? But, but, but I think sometimes we, we, don't, uh, we don't put like, enough weight behind the level of clarity and direction we have for our lives and in our careers. And I think a lot of times that will hurt us. It will hurt us. And so y'all, we're gonna do as many of these interviews as we possibly can just to get y'all to not quit. Like, 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 <laughs> like if, if anything, just to get y'all to not quit because I just like, think of, like, think of this, Anna. So, so think of how many would have been physical therapists the world has missed out on. Right. Like, like think, think of how many, how many like potentially amazing PTs that, that have quit in the past have pulled the plug. Maybe they heard a lot of doubts from other people around them, or maybe they doubted themselves. I mean, we're our own biggest critics, right? Or maybe they were just like, I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm too this, I'm too that. Like, and then they were like, well, let me just do something else, right? And so what you said is you were like, like this this is what, resi like, look at my numbers, look at everything, this is resilience. And as you sit there, because right now you're in your first semester of PT school, like, like do you regret continuing to, to, to push I mean look, look, be real be real be, be, be real like, okay like like do you regret pushing through all of those obstacles whether it was like getting help getting coaching getting like whatever those things were that you needed to make sure that you did not quit do you regret doing that in order to no. get to where you are right now not at all not at all zero percent so you're saying it's worth it 100 percent no. worth it everything okay. is worth it okay great great so for those <laughs> y'all listening if it's worth it don't quit. Now, if you don't know what you like, what you need to do next, cool. There's like, we're here to make sure y'all have clarity. So I would sign up for the training on Sunday because we're going to teach you everything on Sunday. Uh, but, but more importantly, find someone that has already done it that can help guide you, that can help make sure that you don't quit, that can help you figure out, okay, like, what am I not seeing so that you too can also make sure that you get to that day. And regardless of what you went through, you'll be able to look back and say, no, 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 no. it was still worth it. Like it was still worth it or, or better yet, I'm still like in awe of the fact that I'm even here, right? Isn't that what you said? That 100%. Uh, surreal that you're at, that you're at Howard right now. So, um, so yeah. Wow. Wow. Never Let's, gets old. <laughs> keep, keep, keep reliving it over and over. Let's, let me place this final question in your hands. Um, 
after everything you went through, and I know we, we kind of touched on it maybe a little bit here in the last few moments, but um, what would your words of wisdom be or your words of advice be for other students that are listening? Uh, because we want to make sure that they get to where you're at, which is yeah. PT school. So what would your, uh, just out of your experience and everything you've gone through, like what would your words of advice or wisdom be? Don't settle uh, for anything less than what you want and really seek clarity in your own mind on where you're going. Because if you're so distracted, if you're so frustrated, if you're so stressed out, you won't understand what you need to do for yourself. And sometimes that is take a step back and get help. Ask people for help, get mentors, um, get into a program that's gonna help you cultivate you as a person and as a pre-PT student, because not only has the acceptance system helped me get into PT school, but it's helped me open up my eyes to who I am, how I need to study, um, how I need to be more open-minded, and how community is a really great thing. Like community is not for people to necessarily compare yourself to, it's for you to connect with others to where you can help be helped to get where you need to go, because we don't know it all. But when you connect to other people that's been where you are, or at least going to the same place you are, y'all can figure things out by bouncing things off each other's um, ideas and everything. So don't settle. You know, it, you know, if you believe in God, like really understand that, be still and know that he is God. He's able to do seemingly abundantly all you can ask or think. So do not think that he's not going to give you the desires of your heart. Like he will, he will do it. And when he does it, you're going to be like, oh my God, this is amazing. And if you're not a believer, whoever you pray to, like, it's going to be okay. Just believe that all things work together for your good and it's going to be all right. Just have faith in yourself. Oh, I love it. Oh my goodness. This was amazing. This was absolutely amazing. Man, y'all, everything she said, just just heed that advice <laughs> heed that advice because she is currently sitting where every single one of you and and i mean it's it's always a good idea to listen to someone that's already been where you're trying to go so i would listen to what anna said tonight and if, you, if you're looking for direction and clarity and a lot of the things that anna has learned through our coaching program and a lot of the students that we've worked with things that really weren't taught to us from our advisors and everything else, I would sign up for Sunday's masterclass, level up the prept.com. It's the last time we're doing this masterclass for the year. So if you miss it, you miss it. But if you're like, hey, I really, really want to figure this thing out. I want to figure out how to not guess. I want to figure out how to not shoot in the dark. I want to figure out how to feel confident in myself as an applicant. I want to figure out how to find the right people. I want to figure out what I don't know about what I don't know, right? Like I want, want to know those things so that I can be one step closer to my dream. If you want that, sign up for the training and we'll see you there. Block off an hour and a half, block off an hour and a half because it's going to be that long. Like don't come in and be like, it's 10, no, 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 no. I, I, come ready to learn and then we will help you regain control of your acceptance. So I cannot wait. Anything else you want to say to the people, Anna, before we wrap it up? I do want to add, you know, for those that have not been accepted yet, and I know y'all see all these acceptance stories and everything, don't be discouraged because at one point I was the one reading all acceptance um, like posts and I'm going to be 100% honest. Sometimes it would aggravate me and I'll be like, another one. But understand that 
when they're posting it, they're also encouraging you to those that have not gotten in yet. And, you know, you want to be able to put aside your feelings because they're real. Don't discredit them, but put them aside because if you were in their shoes, you would want to be congratulated too. And you would want people to be happy for you. So don't just be discouraged and really be happy for those that already gotten in because that's going to be you one day. Wow, that's real. That's real. And I think one thing that I would add to that too is focus less on the fact that they got accepted before you and more on the struggles they had so that you can get out of your own way. Right? Like like focus focus all, a lot on that. So like tonight listening to Anna, don't say to yourself, "Oh, well, I'm happy for her." Oh, hope mine comes soon. I want you to no, no, no. take a step back and say, what are the things she said she struggled with? Oh, she had a 2.7. Oh, she didn't get a 300 on her GRE. Oh, she struggled with feeling like a failure. Am I feeling those things? Wait, I am. Maybe one of those things, maybe more of those things. Whoa, okay. Maybe I've been self-sabotaging because I've been feeling like that's my, that's my like doom. Maybe I've been feeling like, like, like my story is hopeless. Maybe I've been kind of like one leg out and one leg still in because I'm, I'm starting to think oh, may, maybe I should be looking for backup plans or maybe I should just ignore PT as a whole because I really don't think I'm going to be good enough or qualified enough. I've been hearing it from advisors and other people and maybe other PTs sometimes. It's, it's frustrating. And, and I want you to look at it and say, wait a minute. Oh, that's someone that actually still got in even though they were struggling with that. Oh, so it's possible now, right? Like when you can look at it that way, then you're able to say, not only is it possible, okay, like what do I need to do? Like, like, like how do I make sure that I still feel like it's possible? How do I make sure that I still know what the next steps are? And that's, that, that's where a lot of power comes. And so, so I love that you said that. And I hope I'll really enjoy it tonight. I mean, share this with a friend. If this inspires you, share it with another pre-PT friend. Make sure they are, that they're able to journey along with you and, level themselves up, but really just get closer to their dream. I mean, every single one of you just wants to take care of patients as, as future PTs. So let's all get there. Let's all get there so that we can bless plenty of people that are waiting for y'all as doctors of physical therapy. So uh, that's it. Y'all have a blessed one. Listen, every single, today we did it on Wednesday, but typically we do it on Tuesday nights. Tuesday nights, we are here with an episode every single week a different student every single week. So if you enjoyed this one, go listen to the past ones and also tune in for the future ones. Uh, Y'all have a blessed one. Much love. Bye. What is up, guys? You've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind podcast where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message to helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all as our audience. So if you can take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.